I've talked before about testimonials and how important they are and the way that you get those and the way that you get clients who become evangelists is to give them that good experience and really to care about their success, especially in the coaching and consulting space. Like there are so many programs and people out there who are really great at marketing. And then when you get inside the program, they really don't nurture and care about your success as much as, you know, (laughs) it's like you come into their program, they got their money and then, you know, you churn through the program and that's it. So just by actually caring (laughs) and actually listening to your clients, you can greatly increase your customer lifetime value. You can increase the loyalty of your clients and you can just have more fun in your business. Welcome to Begin As You Mean To Go On. If you're a woman of color with a mission-driven service-based business and you want to increase your income and your impact without burning out in the process, you are in the right place. I'm your host, Karanda Adair, recovering WordPress developer, content marketing coach, and CEO of Carvel Digital. I've survived being a black woman in the tech industry, getting fired for culture fit and gone on to build a thriving business. I want to show you how to work hard once to create systems in your business that continue to work for you as you grow so that you can not just survive, but thrive and live your best life. Let's get it going. Hey friends, welcome back to begin as you mean to go on. As always, I'm super excited about today's topic. Today, we're going to talk about a secret marketing strategy that not a lot of people are talking about. And before we get into it, of course, if you're new here, it's your first time listening to the podcast, I want to invite you to listen to the entire episode. And at the end of it, if you found it valuable, do me a favor, go ahead and mash that subscribe button and leave us a five-star rating and review. Go check out our other reviews to see all the value that folks have gotten it really helps us to bring new folks into the podcast so that they can not suffer from the mistakes that they could have avoided if they'd just known better in the first place. So let's get into it. Today, I want to talk about client experience as marketing. And, you know, marketers are all over the internet. I'm a marketer. I love marketing. Marketing takes a lot of different forms. There's all these different strategies but I don't see a lot of people talking about the client experience as part of your marketing. And I'm not saying that, you know, you add that to your marketing strategy, but I am saying it definitely has an effect on your marketing. I mean, there are people who run their entire business on referrals for years. And if you are giving people a terrible client experience, then that strategy is not going to work for you. So let's look at some of the things, you know, why it's important. I want to talk about why is this important? I want to give you some examples so that you have a concrete picture of like what this can look like and maybe how you can apply it in your business. And, and then I want to talk about what goes into delivering an amazing client experience and what are some things that you can do in your business to improve the client experience. And then of course, we'll sprinkle in a little automation there and I'll give you some ideas for, you know, once you actually determine what this great experience is going to look like, How can you automate some parts of that so that it's not dependent on you or someone on your team being available? Okay. And I'm going to share with you some examples from my business. All right. So why is this important? We work so hard (laughs) to get clients, right? Most of the people who come to me and come into my programs are struggling with getting clients. Like 
that is something, you know, when you first start a business, it's a huge hurdle that a lot of people have to get over is to figure out how do you even market effectively in the first place? Like most of us get into business because we're good at the thing that we do and we didn't really set out to become marketers or salespeople. So that's a hurdle that we have to get over. And then, you know, we work so hard to get over that hurdle that then don't cannibalize that by having a bad client experience, right? You're just going to you're going to cut your efforts off at the knees and you're going to you're going to ruin all the long-term benefits you could have had by making sure once you actually have that client that they actually have a great experience in your business. So, some things that are benefits of doing this is you're going to get better clients, right? You're going to if you're using filtering properly in your business and if your marketing is not just attracting the people that you want but filtering out the people that you don't want you're going to have better clients and you're going to have a better experience. That's the first thing. The second thing is you're going to reduce churn, right? If you're a service-based business, especially if you're trying to um, create recurring revenue, right? You have a retainer model, you have a membership, you have any sort of model where people are paying you over and over again. If you give them a great experience, they're going to stay longer, right? And they're going to have a better time they're going to be more likely to give you testimonials. They're going to give you better testimonials. And they're going to be willing to basically vouch for you on behalf of you and your service to the folks who haven't yet bought. And I'll give you an example of this. You know, as I record this, there's a few days left for the opportunity to get into my mini boot camp, which is a smaller version of our flagship program. And I had a lot of folks who were interested in that, a lot of folks who were on the fence. And they were just like hesitant to go that last mile. Like they just, you know, and that came out in the form of, well, I'm not sure I have time, right? How much time does this program take? And, you know, there's lots of things that I could say to that. I was so frustrated because I knew if I could just get them on the inside, like I can help them and we can do so much good stuff together. I'm like, I just need to get them over the edge. And so instead of trying to convince them, I went to my current clients and I was like, Hey, y'all, you know, Avengers Assemble, right? I need help. You all know how good it is in here and what you've been able to accomplish in your businesses as a part of being in this program. I need you to go tell the folks on the outside so that when, if they're on the fence and they're trying to figure this out, you know, they can hear it from my clients because it's a much more credible source than me just saying, like, oh, it's great. <laughs> So um, I actually created a post in my free group and I had several clients and a couple of ex-clients who came in and basically shared their experience around, you know, what that, what that excuse often represents is fear, right? Because my program is actually a container for you to get the things done and to make the progress in your business that you haven't been making on your own, right? That's why they're thinking about hiring me. And so having those clients who are willing to go and share their experience helped me get those folks uh, on the inside. And, you know, if you're giving people a terrible experience, they're not going to do that. You're not going to do that. So it's going to hurt your sales in the short term and the long term. So why else is this important? It's important because you don't want people to, you know, go through the honeymoon phase, right, in your business and then realize they're not actually getting what they need, right? Because on the opposite side of that spectrum is people who are actually dissatisfied with what they're getting from your service and not telling you about it, right? They're telling other people. 
So if you're willing to be someone who continually takes feedback and ask people like, you know, if you're having issues being open to that feedback, taking action on that feedback, and I'll give you an example of that shortly, you know, it doesn't mean that you have to be perfect or that no bad things are going to happen in your business, but how you deal with that and how you respond to that makes a huge difference. It's actually, you can actually get more loyalty from people if you, you know, if you have some kind of conflict and you work to resolve that and make a best effort to resolve that, that can actually result in someone being more loyal to you because, you know, we're not all going to be perfect. There's always going to be things that fall through the cracks. There's always going to be stuff that goes down. And so being willing to work through that and, and take feedback and actually act on it is a huge thing that can inspire long-term loyalty in your clients. So all of these things um, are just so, so beneficial to your business. And the lack of these things can be so harmful to your business. And it doesn't always, it doesn't always show up, right? You can still make money and have a crappy service, right? But you're going to have that churn and you're going to work harder because you're constantly going to be have to, you know, getting new leads, getting new clients. And then if those people have a bad experience, like you can bet whether they're talking about it publicly or privately, they're going to be talking about it. And that's going to hurt your sales. And maybe you don't feel that on your bottom line, but it's still going to be there. You're still going to be losing out on money. So let me just share some examples, right? I recently hired a copywriter because I need to some copy written and I, I am perfectly capable of doing it myself, but it, it wasn't happening. So and anytime I'm like going along thinking, oh, I need to do this, I need to do this, and it's not happening because I'm focused on other priorities in my business that's the sign that like, okay, I need to bring someone in and make sure that this gets done. So I knew I needed to hire a copywriter. And the experience I had with this person was so great. I was able to go to her website. I was able to, you know, book a call using a scheduler. I didn't have to dink around with like going back and forth. But then there was this extra little cherry on top where shortly before our scheduled call, I got an email with a personalized Loom video where she just, you know, spent a minute or so saying like, hey, really excited to meet with you and learn more about your business. Um, And in that email were also some links to testimonials from her satisfied clients. And I tell you what, that's that's a level of experience that that I don't often see in in, in service provider space outside of, you know, the clients that I'm helping to, to to provide that. So um, that just like set the stage for me to be more primed um, to invest in this person. And once I showed up to the call, you know, all of those expectations were, um, were met, right? And I was able to make a really quick and easy decision to buy from this person. And just based on the experience so far, I have every expectation that um, we're going to have a great time working together and I'm going to get an amazing outcome from it. So things that you can do on the front end is to just go like a little bit of an extra mile to personalize and to prepare people for what's going to happen next and what they should do. Some examples from my business is uh, last summer, I had a client who um, was hard of hearing. And so in our group coaching calls, which happened on Zoom, um, they were having trouble just keeping up with the conversation, right? And so they made the suggestion of, hey, you can add live captions and actually went so far as to say, you know, here's the service you can use to do that. And so I was like, great, problem solved, right? I was able to go set up the live captioning service, connect it to Zoom. And now all of our calls 
have that live captioning. So if anyone else comes through the program that needs that service, like that's great. But it's also been amazing for us internally to know like we're going to have a transcription of all of our calls. So if there's something we need to go back and say like, oh, what was this client? You know, what was this question that you answered? Or what was the issue that this client was having? We can go back to those and really easily just look through the transcript. Um, or what was the what what was the win that you know so and so was sharing? We can just go back to that. So not only did it benefit that that my client because they were able to now participate fully in the coaching calls, but it was a great benefit to us as a company, and it's a service that you know we continue to use week after week. Another thing that we did recently was I was I have I have a group based program, and within that, people get three get the option for three one-on-one calls with one of our coaches. And nobody was really ever booking the call sort of like midway through. And I was thinking to myself, like, we should just put a reminder in of, you know, that, hey, if you need some extra support, like it's available to you. And soon after I had that thought, I had someone book a one-on-one. And one of the things she shared was, I was really struggling and trying to figure out like, oh, what support can I ask for? And so it just validated my thought that like, yeah, we need to put that reminder email in, you know, four or five weeks in that says, hey, hope things are going great. But if you're struggling, you know, this is available to you. And so we've since implemented that going forward. And it's super easy. It's as easy as just writing the email and, you know, putting it into an automated system that's going to send that out based on where they are in the program. So those are a couple of, of examples. And the other one is just, you know, not being robotic about like the rules and the limitations of the program. We're still in a global pandemic as I record this. And, you know, life happens and, and things happen to people in their personal lives. And so, you know, part of my response and part of delivering a great experience is someone comes into my program and like something happens that really has an impact on their ability to participate, I, as the business owner, have, you know, the flexibility and the option to say, you know, to to be flexible in the solution and providing support to them, whether that means giving them some extra time or, you know, letting them pause and come back, like whatever it is, you know, I'm not robotic about like, okay, you signed up at this time and you're done at this time and like, that's it you know, like what, why be in business if you're not going to be, especially a service business, if you're not going to be uh, human and compassionate about it. So those are part of the ways that, you know, we've been working on improving our service. And this has been a focus of ours for probably the past three to four months. And so I want to talk about how do you, how do you deliver this experience? Like how do you start to improve whatever the experience is now? How can you raise it up a level? And the first part of that is just awareness, right? Being aware, what is the experience now? What happens? What does your onboarding look like, right? Is your onboarding responsive? Does it tell people what to do next? Does it make people feel like, oh, I, you know, especially if you have a high ticket offer, you know, you want to be as quick as possible in delivering whatever it is that someone paid you for, which is not to say they're going to get, you know, instant service, especially if it's something long-term like web development or design, but you instantly acknowledge like, oh, hey, you are now a client. I'm so happy that you're here. Here's what's going to happen next. Um, and that's, that's like the front line of just making sure the experience is good. And, you know, nothing is foolproof, right? You know, when we have new clients sign on to bootcamp, uh, I was it was really important to me to automate the 
the agreement that goes out. And that was, it was a really challenging task that took us months to kind of perfect to get reliable. And so we finally got it working and we had a new client come on and she messaged me to say like, Hey, I haven't gotten my, you know, I haven't gotten my agreement. Um, and it turned out there was a typo in the email, right? So, you know, you can do all the automation in the world. You can do all the things and still like the human, the human experience is going to, is going to muck that up sometimes, but at least it's there. Like we were able to go in, um, fix the email and, and get everything back on track. So having it in place is better than not having it in place, even if there's still like kinks in the system every once in a while. So the first thing is really awareness. And so when I, when I really embarked on setting about focusing on improving this, the first thing that I did was I just did a giant brain dump of what happens the moment someone enters our program, what are the touch points as they go through the program, and how are we responding either manually or in an automated fashion to those touch points. And then looking at that entire list and, and saying like, okay, are there gaps in this where we could be responding better? As in the example of like reminding people like, oh, you can have an extra one-on-one if you need more support. Are there things that are good that can be improved? Are there common questions that people tend to ask that we can anticipate and answer them before they ask? That is, that is a key way to make people just feel like, oh, you know what? They've got this, right? If they have a question and you answer it before they can even ask it, that makes people feel safe and like you have a system and you know what you're doing and they're going to be well cared for. So really just the first step of sitting down and thinking all of that through and writing it out and planning it. And then you can go step by step or you can have people on your team go step by step through that and say, okay, these are the improvements we need to make. And we're going to plan out those tasks and we're going to execute them. And so that's what we've been working on for the past two or three months to iterate on the experience that we've been delivering. The last part of this process, well, this is not like a complete overview, but the last thing I want to talk about is just how can you use automation to be more personal? And that might sound strange to a lot of people that automation can be personal, but I've been using automation to personalize for many years. And I actually have, I have an article on my website about it that I'll link to in the show notes. And the way that you can do that is as you are looking at this journey that people are going on, really just using your empathic abilities to, to think about what is it that people, what's their emotional state and their mental state at whatever point in the journey you're looking at, and how can you support that? So one of the things that we started doing is in our coaching calls, we, um, we talk about our wins. That's how we start our call is sharing our wins for the week. Um, and for a year and a half or more, that was all we did. I would start the calls and we would share our wins. Um, and then I thought, well, you know what? We can do a little bit better than that. So instead of just sharing the wins, now after the call, we actually collect all those wins and we record them. And then later on in the process, I'm able to go back and remind people, like, these are all the things that you've accomplished while you've been with us. Um, and so we did that recently and people were so appreciative. and. Some people were like, oh, I really needed this right now. Like I was, you know, having a down week or a down day and thinking I'm not really getting anywhere. And then this email shows up saying, look at all these things that you have have accomplished and won. And when we focus on our wins, 
then we get more of what we focus on. So you focus on your wins and you notice your small wins and that is what leads to big wins. So those are some examples of you know, how you can improve your client experience. And I guarantee you, you know, I've talked before about testimonials and how important they are and the way that you get those and the way that you get clients who become evangelists is to give them that good experience and really to care about their success. Um, Especially in the coaching and consulting space, like there are so many programs and people out there who are really great at marketing. And then when you get inside the program, they really don't nurture and care about your success as much as, you know, (laughs) it's like you come into their program, they got their money, and then, you know, you churn through the program and that's it. So just by actually caring (laughs) and actually listening to your clients and actually acting on the feedback that you get from them, you know, the feedback that's reasonable and makes sense to implement, you can greatly increase your customer lifetime value. You can increase the loyalty of your clients. You can increase the testimonials you get. um, And you can just have more fun in your business. You know, we have our coaching call every week on Wednesdays. And that is by far the best hour of my work week because I know I'm going to go hang out with awesome people who have amazing businesses who are doing amazing, great things in the world. And I'm going to help you know, get to help nurture them and make sure that they are moving a little bit faster towards their goals. And it's a a real privilege and we have such a good time. And, you know, I've had clients from hell. And so I'm just super grateful every week that that is the experience that we have inside the container that I built. So I hope you have found this useful. If you have, this is the time when I'm going to invite you to go ahead and leave that five-star rating and review smash that subscribe button and also think about that person who who's that person who's always hustling and hustling for more clients and hasn't really thought about what's the experience that you're giving those clients and share this episode with them okay so i will see you back here next week i have more awesome interviews lined up for you i'm super excited for the guests that you're going to get to hear from And until then, don't forget to begin as you mean to go on. Hey, are you still thinking about whether you should apply for Content Bootcamp? I've got a message for you from one of my clients, Carrie Ryan, who says, okay, listen up, you folks who are on the fence. There's never a right time. You will always be too busy, but you should take the plunge on this because you just need to do it. You need to commit and make the time and your world will expand to accommodate it. I signed up for boot camp last spring, right in the middle of a global pandemic with my boisterous five-year-old climbing all over me and I still got it done. And I got nine new clients today, nine, make the time and it will pay off a thousand times over, I promise. Stop stalling and do the thing. So don't take my word for it. If you have been struggling with your marketing, with your business systems, with your audience, your offer, your messaging, all of the things that we struggle with in business when we're doing it on our own, please just go to carveldigital.com slash bootcamp and apply. Every week we hold an information call where you can come and get all your questions answered, learn all the details about the program and get some clarity on whether this is the right decision for you with no pressure whatsoever. All right. I hope to talk to you very soon. I'll see you on the flip side.